Hi, you're listening to Permission to Be Honest, a safe environment to have difficult conversations in a lighthearted way. I'm Kara, and I'm Ricky, and we're your hosts. This is a space that allows for curiosity and questioning when it comes to controversial topics. This is your Permission to Be Honest. So today, I say we go spiritual route. Spiritual? Yeah. Joe, our podcast producer, requested some more spiritual topics. We're going to get woo-woo. We're going to get woo-woo. But I think it's good. I think it's a good thing to talk about, especially in the black community. It's something that's maybe not talked about as much. Right. I think Um, it's, now I would say it's it's getting getting more. Popular. Popular. Yeah. And we've talk, kind of talked about this before, the difference mm-hmm. between, like, religion and spirituality. Right. Yeah. Um, so maybe we just kind of go through our top three spiritual practices and kind of dive into that. Yeah. I'm really inconsistent with mine, though. Yeah, but you were just saying the other day that you, when you, when you walk, no. When you get away from it, mm-hmm. you feel a difference. Yeah, you feel a difference. Yeah. I definitely feel. You feel like you're not as connected. I feel like I'm just uh, just going through the motions. Mm-hmm. I, f- I don't feel like connected or like you're not in the moment or mm-hmm. anything like that. And it's like you feel like you like something's missing. Right. And. But it's, it's not anything like, I don't know, like I need sleep or something. It's just like there's something missing that the void can only be filled by getting more in touch with my spiritual stuff. Yeah. Or doing something to connect. And so when we say connect, it's like connected to spirit, to source, to God, to the right. universe, fill in whatever, whatever, whatever you're you comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, whatever you term. Your power you're comfortable right. using. Yeah. Um, okay, and so then when you feel this disconnect, yeah. what is it that you do to get back in one with source, um, universe? If I am at home, then I try to meditate. Mm-hmm. Um, I like meditation. Guided yeah. meditations or? So that's what I was going to say. I... At first, at the beginning, I only liked guided meditation because it, I was new to it and it kind of tells me mm-hmm. kind of what to do and kind of gives me a place. But now more, I like to just kind of do it by myself. Because sometimes like the guided ones, like I'm at a place and I kind of want to stay there, but then they want to, if it's time, then they want to move me along before I'm ready. Yeah. And I don't like to be. You don't like to be rushed. I don't like to be rushed. <laughs> So then, so now I've been to a point where I can kind of, kind of go through some things that I've learned mm-hmm. or that I've heard on other meditations, and then kind of. Do you have music? Yeah, like music. meditation music. Yeah, I feel like when I do it without music, I'm like you my, get distracted. My thoughts are all over the place. Yeah, same. Yeah. So, yeah, I do that. Um, the other stuff I do. If I'm yeah. not at home, then I try to just get in touch with my breath. Just kind of like take a deep breath in, mm-hmm. and then like focus 
and my breath and then that kind of brings me like to the moment mm-hmm. um like you try and make a conscious effort to be in the be present. present right mm-hmm. like just like kind of noticing hey like i'm driving or like you know my hands feels like this or mm-hmm. i don't know just just kind of because when you're driving it's easy to to zone kinda out, space out mm-hmm. and kind of think about all the stuff you have to do or um or just like listen to music and not be present but um i try to sometimes i've been doing this where i just ride with no music mm-hmm. and just see what my thoughts are and uh try not to space out too much mm-hmm. um i like when it's nice out, i like grounding you like grounding a lot that's like i like yeah one of my favorite things to do is to ground and when you say grounding what do you what do you mean i take my shoes off my socks and i walk around in the grass yeah and just kind of or like earth earth, it can't be be like concrete or cement yeah Yeah, like you need to to i haven't done anything other oh that's a lie i have walked in other surfaces other than Uh grass but grass is probably the easiest yeah and and the the idea is skin to earth connection right Right. and it it does something to your nervous system it calms it down you also um absorb energy from the earth it's really really like there's actually been scientific studies done on this on how healthy it is for you and um and when you think about it most of us go through our day without ever touching the earth. Right. And they were talking about kids and, you know, school and everything mm. and how important it is for you to get your kids out in the grass right. barefoot. It's funny, like when I was growing up, my mom didn't want us like outside without shoes on. Mm-hmm. Like, that was like a big. Mm-hmm. So I never like. I probably was, uh, unless you were like playing in the water or something when it was hot. Mm-hmm. I very rarely was outside in the grass with no shoes with on. With no shoes on. Yeah. I never had shoes on growing up. I know. That's a different. I don't, I don't want to say white people, but I will say white people. White people. But probably if you grew up more in the, in the uh, suburbs. suburb or mm-hmm. rural area than you. Yeah, that's true. Because I'm sure black people down south yeah, are outside without shoes on. Yeah, it's probably more a regional thing. Yeah, like I, I never race thing. growing up at all. Um, back to the meditation, like I also like, like to me, like when I talked about like riding in the car with no music, like that's a form of meditation mm-hmm. for me. Um, whenever I get to ride my bike. Yeah. Or even like running outside mm-hmm. is like a form of meditation for me because I can just be outside and I'm getting better at like, I don't know, noticing things and yeah downloads downloads yeah yeah downloads yeah or um just like signs or whatever what could be what are signs to me right yeah i'm getting better at recognizing them and i guess we should explain what downloads are because we we use language that we use in our everyday right life and might not be obvious So so for me like a download is when something just pops into your head out of nowhere, like right? An aha moment. An aha moment, yeah. like a universal truth where it's 
to me, it always happens when I'm out in nature and when I'm moving my body. Right. So usually when I'm running, right. um, I'll just have these things pop into my head and, and it's, right. it's always really telling. Um, versus like a rabbit hole, right? When I... When my mind is going and I just spiral out of control and like, I think that's the biggest difference between a downhole, a download and a rabbit hole and a rabbit hole (laughs) is because when it's my mind generating it, it does, it spins out of control, it spirals. I go down this crazy rabbit hole and I'm like, where did I even, how did I even get here? Right. And that's when you're just like, that's when you know, like you're just in thoughtless you know, you're driving and all of a sudden you're thinking about something and you're like, how did I even get right. here? Like that's, yeah. that's when your mind takes over and you're not in the present moment. A download is when it's very clear, comes out of nowhere. I'm not going to say like you heard something, but it's I because mean, it, yeah. it's still in your head, but it's just like, it's just this very clear thought. Right. I, I would guess that most people, like, because before I realize that they were downloads like i've had those moments before mm-hmm. and you just like you always say well then like just something just popped up to me or mm-hmm. whatever but i think most people have those moments but you just don't realize it you don't realize it or those moments are immediately followed by your mind trying to dissect right. it or pull pick it apart or like is that really the case oh well, i couldn't do that or you know what i mean right um like when I went on my trip to Budapest, I was running uh-huh. and it very clearly, it was like, you need to go on a trip by yourself. Right. And then my next immediate thought was, well, you can't do that because good moms don't do that. Right. I still went. You still went <laughs> anyway. I still went. But um, I think that that's what happens a lot is that we immediately judge those desires or those downloads. Right. And we shut them down. Yeah, but I, I, yeah, I agree. I think, you know, it just depends on where you grew up. Like we, uh, we've grown up in a society or a community where it's a mom is not going on a, no, a trip to Budapest for five days by herself. Mm-hmm. Three days. Three days. I wish it was five. Was it only three days? It was only three. It felt like five days. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I think that that kind of stuff is just not, now it is, but I think. Not really, still. I mean, it's. You don't think so? No, I don't think that's celebrated. Not by yourself. I think like you're allowed to have like a girl's trip. Or, a girl's or, trip or something like that, yeah. Which can be kind of the same thing where you just, but just like somebody going off. Yeah. Some, was it Eat, Pray, Love stuff? Or? Yeah, but she didn't have kids. That's she the thing. Kids, like, yeah. it's the kids. It's that mom guilt. That mom guilt is. Do you guys have dad guilt? Is that a thing? I have dad guilt. Like anything like work related or anytime mm-hmm. I have to miss something. Like it's Yeah. It's not similar in that it's the guilt, but I don't think we have guilt about the same thing. Do you think dads are shamed like moms are shamed? For like doing no, like I feel like with dads, it's like maybe a shame comes different ways. But when you guys miss things because you're working or whatever, it's like, well, yeah, he's providing for his family. Right. Like your mom's even said stuff like that, right. you know, like, well, well, yeah, but he's providing for his family. Yeah. It's almost like you're praised for it, like, 
oh, right. but look at this strong man providing for his family. Whereas when women miss stuff, when moms miss stuff because right. of work or whatever, there's a lot of shame around that. Yeah. Lots of times from other women. Right. Most of the time from other women. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think with dads, I would say with me, it's like the shame is that uh, that I feel like I have to miss it because of work. Mm-hmm. That I feel like like I feel bad that I'm missing it, but I also I feel bad that like I feel like I have to work or or stuff won't get done or like like it has to be a certain way. Oh, it's you would feel shame either way. You would feel shame if you weren't working. Right. You would probably feel more shame if you weren't working. If I wasn't working. Then talk about tangent. But you would probably feel more shame if you weren't working than you do for missing stuff because of work. Right. Yeah. Got it. Because there, at least you have. There's a stigma. Yeah. That you're supposed to be supporting your family. Right. Yeah. For me, a lot of things is like, well, that's how it is. I got to deal with it. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't. That's just easier for me to deal with it. Yeah. I don't dwell on it too much. Got it. Yeah. All right. So bring that back. So what what are your spiritual practices? Um, yoga is yoga. number one. I almost every day. Yeah, you're pretty consistent. I'm pretty consistent. One of my biggest challenges though is not I I can <laughs> I've been known to get very rigid. Man, you <laughs> You stick to a routine and you like. I do, but sometimes to my downfall where it's like, am I doing this routine because I feel like doing the routine or am I doing the routine because right. I'm supposed to do the routine? I've never seen anybody eat the same oh, thing yeah. for breakfast every single day. I do. I get stuck on that. Yeah. Oh, I'll give you goodness. that. Breakfast. I'm in a slump right now. There's nothing that sounds good. Yeah, about yogurt. There's no. Uh. Uh-uh, no I'm off that. <laughs> for a moment, there was toast and oatmeal and. Yeah, biscuits. Yeah, I do do that. Jeez, woman. Um, but yeah, so I do yoga every morning. Yeah. And I also try to meditate. Yeah. Um, something I do. This is about to get real woo woo. Okay. Is um, and I like, I like to try and make. Because for me, yoga is more of a spiritual experience than it is like exercise, right? Yeah. And so I light candles. I light incense. Like I, I want it to feel like a ritual. Right. More than, because to me, it's not, it's not exercise. It is a ritual. It's like, it's centering into my body, right? It's right. coming back into my body. And we've both talked about how we're body people. So yeah. that, that matters to me. Um, but before I do, this is something I just started doing a couple of months ago and I'm really liking it. So light the candles, light the incense. And I have kind of, would you say that's an altar in the yoga room yeah. where it's like my loved ones that have passed yeah, away. Definitely, definitely an altar. Kind of like, yeah, an right. altar. Um, so I have pictures of my loved ones that have passed away that I was really, really close to. Mm-hmm. Um, I have some Indian 
gods and goddesses and um i call in my spirit team right right so i light all the stuff and then I take a moment where I really get centered and I call in my spirit team and I ask for guidance. And and when I say spirit team, I mean angels, loved ones, spirit guides. All the woo-woo. All the woo-woo. I'm just, I'm throwing it out there. (laughs) (laughs) I'm letting everyone in. Um, I call in my spirit team and I ask for guidance, for love, for, to make, like lots of times, um, I always ask to make the next right step obvious, right? right? Um, and that's something that that I do often. Yeah, I I call it like throughout the day, call on my spirit team. When anytime I have a question, anytime I feel like I need help with something, right. even looking for a parking spot, like I'm I'm constantly <laughs> calling in my spirit team yeah. because there's one thing I know is that we we try and do stuff on our own all the time but we have you have this like all of these entities trying to help us right right? um and we don't call them enough so that's something that i've been doing that i really really like and then i do yoga Mm. um okay before you go to your next one mm -hmm. um we've talked about the spirit team too Mm -hmm. and i've been trying to be more conscious be more conscious Mm -hmm. and figure out was all on my my team mm-hmm. um but yeah that's cool but i i was thinking about this because um i was like it's the, it's the same thing that you do as a christian like i think like mm-hmm. because once we like once i started my journey then i started having like kind of issues with like church yeah and like but then now as i get more into it i'm like it's literally the same it's all the thing. same it's thing different wording and it's different yeah and like this guy one of the podcasts i listen to they do like the baja faith or something like mm-hmm. that and it's all like the same thing it's all like prayer and, mm-hmm. um we just call it different and meditation and like if you say spirit team and you can talk to angels and mm-hmm. like if i think about christians like christians do the same thing like give it up give it to jesus or whatever yeah. give it to god give to jesus pray, pray. call on your angels yeah. i'm sure there's yeah. there's christians out there who pray to find a parking spot or yeah. something like that or yeah look for signs or whatever that's from god yeah but i think we just we get caught up in like the language and like the the religious the religion part of it it's so true it's all spiritual it's all spiritual but the religion part and and when i started on my journey i'll be honest like i because i grew up very christian Mm -hmm. very christian um and when i first started on this spiritual journey of working on myself i had and sometimes i do still have an issue with the word god right because i feel like it's been perverted so right. much and i feel like religion a lot of the christian faith is so fear-based mm. and that's something that for me is like a no-go because i grew up so fear-based right um and so i i usually i say universe or source or spirit mm. but it's all the same it's all, it's all the same yeah i've had instances recently where <clears throat> i've had to like join hands and like pray and i haven't done that in ages like when i was a kid of course like we you know you play in church leagues and Mm -hmm. 
just like any time like around basketball, like we would pray. Yes, of mm-hmm. course, sports you would pray. But like since being a professional, you don't have like I never ha- I didn't have those moments because yeah. everybody is from different backgrounds. Some yeah, you had Muslim, a, you had a lot of Muslim teammates. Believe in other things and like yeah. that just wasn't a part. So like for twenty years, I've never. <laughs> yeah, because when we first group. met, you prayed before every meal. Yeah, and that was just. It was more out of like routine, like, or right. like, this is what I was taught. This is how to do. Like, I yeah. didn't understand. Like, now I would pray. I don't do it all the time, but now, like, if I pray before a meal, like, I, like I'm really giving thanks. Like, I understand why I'm doing it. Right. But it's, it's almost out of like, um, like honoring the right. food you're about to put yeah. in your body and that it was provided for you. I, I don't know. I, when I, cause when you're talking about this, when I think about to win, I used to quote unquote pray the way I used to pray. It was like to an outside entity, right? Like right. I saw God as this thing outside of myself right. that had control that you wanted to be in faith, like in right. its favor, right? right? Yeah. And so it was always something outside of me. Whereas now I look at the universe or spirit or whatever as something that's inside of me, right? And so my desires, my wants are spirit talking to me. Right. Whereas I felt like before it was like your desires were at odd with God. Does that make sense? It was like, oh, no, you're supposed to suppress your desires. Right that's an evil thing and you're supposed to do what God wants you to do. Right. Instead of your desires being a clue to what you came here to do. Right. Right. Because that's what God is about. That's what source energy is about. It's about joy. Right. And love. It's a loving God, right? It's a loving universe. And so if everything is for you in your favor, working together for you, you're so, you came here to be happy. You, I mean, there's yes, there's trials, there's tribulations. Mm. You're, no one's going to be happy all the time. But ultimately, it's about being in love and right. being in joy. And so what brings you joy is really a key to what you came here to do. Right. And it's not about suppressing the joy to work your way to heaven, which is what I think, I think we've been- religion gets... A lot right. of religion gets caught up in that. And I think that's why you lose a lot of people. Like you Especially people just, younger generations. Right. Because I'm finding that our kids' generation and our generation have very different definitions of success. Mm. For us, success was, or still is, monetary. Right. Right? If I work hard and I make a lot of money, then I'm successful. Mm. But that's not the case anymore. With the younger generation, success is joy. Mm. Am I enjoying life? Right. And they're willing, we always say we choose our heart, right? They're willing to choose the heart of not having money or security for the joy, mm-hmm. which I think is an amazing right. thing. I never thought about that. It's causing a lot of disconnect between the generations. Right. Almost, I think it's more of a like an envious thing. Like that, I think there were times where we were young and we wanted to 
kind of lived that life, but it was kind of like not beat out of you, but kind of like forced out of you. Hey, no, like you got to go to college. You got to mm-hmm. get your degree. Mm-hmm. You got to get a good job. And then you got to make money. We weren't strong know, enough. We're we not, weren't we weren't enough. as strong as this generation. And now it, I think it does trigger a lot of people in our generation because we're like, well, yeah, nice fantasy. Right. We had that fantasy too. Right. Yeah. Welcome to the real world. You know, I like I think that's every generation. Though, yeah. That, yeah. That but, but this younger generation isn't, they're not falling for it. They're not yeah. drinking the Kool-Aid. Right. That's why you can't find workers anywhere. Right. Yeah. People are like, no, it's not worth it. Right. No, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do this job just to, make mm-hmm. some money that's not it's not something i want to do so mm-hmm. i don't feel like i have to do it mm-hmm. huh. all right so yoga yeah so yoga call in my spirit call team spirit team and then also meditation meditation um and and i go i go back and forth from day to day sometimes i still do guided meditations yeah sometimes i just meditate on my own right um always with music though same thing yeah i'm my meditation i'm still to the i'm not to the point where i always feel like i'm doing it wrong like the first Mm. (laughs) 10 15 minutes and then like um then i can kind of get into it but i always i'm always questioning like am i doing this right as even like messages and stuff is am i really hearing this or yeah I'm still, that's something I'm still. Still, still working, working on. Yeah. And there's some days when the meditation's just shit. Oh my goodness. Like I'm just. <laughs> Especially when I do it by myself. I'm like, oh, I should have just. Like sometimes I just can't turn. I, I like yeah. I'm just, my mind's just going, going, going. But sometimes with the guided, like I hate when it's like, it's not really what I had in mind for yeah. the meditation. Yeah. I don't know. But I think it's important to have grace on those days, right? And yeah. to recognize like, oh, well, this isn't going to happen all the time. And sometimes it's just not going down. I just don't have it today. <laughs> just don't have it today. Yeah. Um, because I think that's where a lot of people just stop meditating. Right. Because they get frustrated with themselves. They get annoyed. They start judging themselves. Right. Or they, th- they have an image of what it should look like. And even if you have like a good 30 seconds where yeah. you're present and you're locked in, that's a win, right? Right. I think that's the hard part you have. I think with anything, uh, any kind of discipline like spiritual practices, you have an idea of what it's supposed to look like. Mm-hmm. And then if it, I know with me, if it doesn't, if I'm not doing it the way I think it should be done, then i kind of easy to abandon ship or whatever. And that's mm-hmm. why I like kind of being outside or um riding my bike or grounding is kind of like i mean you can't really can't really mess that up yeah I guess. yeah and there's so many forms of money i mean you can like washing dishes lots of times water's involved yeah um so in the shower yeah if you just zone out that's form of meditation washing dishes like anything that where your mind is quiet right i'm good at zoning out you are. That's my you kind of live in a general <laughs> state of meditation. Uh, yeah, like, like people are always like, I'm quiet. I am quiet, but I'm like somewhere else. Or I'm just processing everything, I guess. I wouldn't say I'm like zoning out. I don't like people no. talking to me. I don't zone out. But. You've been known to, but. 
you check out often. Check out. Um, but no, no, no. I think the way you work through life is that you are constantly gauging everyone else's energy, mm-hmm. um, which requires you to be quiet, right? Because you're, you're first feeling out a situation before you decide yeah, how no. you're going to be. I'm going to interact in this uh-huh. situation. Huh. Which to me feels exhausting. Oh, but for no. you, it's, it's, it's totally how you work. But right. I think that that's, that's why you have to have that time alone every day because you're constantly taking on everyone else's energy. And at some point, you have to get rid of that. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. Never thought about it like that. Huh. Okay. So what about... You do some other stuff too. So we do. Was would you consider like Reiki and stuff like part of like a yeah a spiritual definitely kind of thing? Yeah. So explain Reiki. So the biggest this is the question I get a lot yeah. is what is Reiki? Um, it's really energy healing, mm-hmm. and. The best way I can explain it is helping to remove heavy energy in that, and this is, how do we even get into this energy? So something that I like to say is that you can always sense someone else's energy, right? Mm. Like if you're sitting here watching TV and someone walks through the house behind you, you can usually tell who that person is right. without turning around, right? Because right? right. people get freaked out when we, you start talking about energy. Mm. And so, but it's not something that's... But I think energy is like vibe. You say like... You yeah, your vibe, vibe, your... Yeah. yeah, exactly. And so it's like you can... Like I can tell if it's you behind me or if it's Sydney behind me or like I can usually tell mm. who it is just based on your energy, right? right. Or I can sense... Before you even open your mouth, what kind of mood you're in? Right. Right? Based on the energy. And it works like on the phone. Like how many times have you been on the phone with your mom? And before your mom even talks, you can sense like, oh, something's going on. Right. Right? Like so you can sense people's energies. You pick up on people's energy. And when I say like you absorb people's energy is (laughs) how many times does Sid get us where (laughs) he's in a bad mood and he's cranky and he's flipping his shit and you walk away feeling like you just got beat up and now all of a sudden you're in a bad mood. Like you were good. You were good. And then you have this interaction with him and like we say like, oh man, he got me. got me. You know, like, but, but that happens with anyone. Like you, you're good. You go into work. There's a coworker that's just Debbie Downer. That's just whatever. And you end up walking away from that person in a bad mood right and you're like what the like what happened well like you took on their energy like this isn't actually your stuff it's someone else's energy and so and you think about you go through however many days right you go through life doing this Mm. you absorb a lot of energy that's not yours right and there's exercises you can do on your own where you get rid of that energy (laughs) but 
what Reiki does is helps get rid of that heavy energy, right? Mm. And so um, removing that heavy energy, putting it back into the universe and replacing it with loving energy is right. really what Reiki, yeah. what Reiki is. And I think when you hear Reiki, especially like we talked about, if you grew up like Christian or something like that, it, it's, it's kind of on the same line with like voodoo or something like that. Oh, like right. It sounds something that's like uh, supernatural and that's kind of uh, in competition with God. Like right. it's like you're getting energy or uh, basically you're getting your stuff from another source other right. than God and you should right. only be getting Gosh, God, the only one that right. you're contacting or that you're coming to. From but like but. the truth is, like I'm an Usui Reiki master and an angel Reiki master. And before any session I ever do, I say a prayer, mm-hmm. you know, asking for the only loving, healing, right. God source energy. And it's, it's never something that's at odds. It's in conjunction with. Right. Um, but yeah, it is something that is not... In Germany, it's more well known. Yeah, in and more mainstream and accepted. Um, right. But it's becoming more so here, and it, even a lot of hospitals bring it in. Really? Um, uh huh. Okay. And for their for their patients, um, I had a client who had Parkinson's, and mm. it's just amazing. Like during the Reiki session, there was no tremors there were because she had a lot of internal tremors i guess with parkinson you can have internal and external i wasn't aware of that and she was just saying like it was the only time in her day when she didn't have any tremors you know like it was just um she was able to relax and Mm -hmm. so there's a lot of like you know like like anything like the medical world is starting to right uh, confirm a lot of these spiritual practices right. with meditation, with grounding, with Reiki, with things like that. It's becoming more mainstream, which is really, really amazing because we are such a fear-based society and the right. more exposure we have to it, the less fear we have around it and the more benefits everyone can get from it. Yeah. When you're talking about like the medical field, like I feel like when I, when you go back and you study like other cultures and you go mm-hmm. like to like the tribal, like the very like old part of their culture, mm-hmm. like a, a lot of that, what they were doing things like mm-hmm. Reiki or like uh, a lot of more spiritual things and more, we would say woo woo things. But mm-hmm. I think as those places got colonized, mm-hmm. then they started to focus on medicine and those kind of practices were, um, they got rid of them. They got and, rid of them. And the people that, there was like a negative, connotation with the people that still did that stuff like right right like, like witches witches and, yeah. yeah and uh, black magic and stuff like yeah. that but um, i mean i think it's all the same so I yeah. think it's cool that it kind of coming back to the mainstream and the cool and the and the the amazing thing is how powerful it can be when it is in conjunction with western medicine right, right? because there's there's nothing wrong with western medicine right just, yeah it can be too much sometimes yeah I know it took me a while to start actually doing uh, any type of physical, I mean, spiritual practice, just because, you know, you feel like you're not qualified or you feel like it has to be 
a certain way. Yeah, like yoga, you feel like you have to go to a studio, or you mm-hmm. can't do it. At a, um, you can't do it like in your home. So what's like? What do you? What would you suggest? Like a place to start for people that looking for. I think you start with what brings you joy. What's what feels good to you? You right. know, because like I will say that mine and yours spiritual practice. It's not obvious because when we said, but it actually looks very, very different. Right. Um, the books you read are very different than the books I read and mm. the the people that we listen to or the podcast. That's another thing. Like a lot of times oh, yeah. I podcasts, love podcasts. I love today. listening to podcasts. I, I would consider that a spiritual practice. Right. Um but um I think you don't do what you think you should do just do what feels you just good. do what yeah. feels right because it shouldn't be a burden it should be something that you crave it should be something that you enjoy doing right not something like oh i gotta do this today you know right. what i mean um and so i would just start with getting curious that's my favorite approach to everything is curiosity right yeah. because if you're curious you can't fail you're not caught up in the outcome. Right. You're just seeing what happens. And so really just getting curious and like, oh, well, let's see if I enjoy this. Let's see if I enjoy that. Just kind of dabbling and trying stuff. Right. And really taking the stigma away, I think, is, is the number one thing. Yeah. yeah. I like that being curious because you can be like, oh, well, like I tried it. I didn't. Like, like this wasn't for me. Like, like for some me, people yeah. absolutely hate meditation. Right. And realizing like, that's okay. You can hate meditation and never meditate and still have a spiritual practice. Right. You know, it but looks it, different for everyone. Yeah. I th- but I think like you said, like meditation is not, it doesn't have to, you don't have to like sit mm-hmm. on your pillow and meditate like the way you think you mm-hmm. should. Like meditation can be a lot of It can of be a lot things. of things. Right. And we, I mean, like we, we have a saying in our house that's like, that's my church. So right. like for you going out and riding your bike in nature, that's your church. Right. For me, running in nature is my church. For Sydney, fishing. Right. That's his church. You know, it's like, what do you do to kind of release t- and come back to yourself? Right. And then I think trusting yourself, you know, trusting the, the downloads that you get, trusting the... Like, oh, this brings me joy. Mm. This is okay. I'm, this is not a bad thing. If this right. brings me joy, this is okay. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, and, and then really having grace for yourself when you try things that, that you don't like. Hmm. Um, I was going to say one. One thing I tried that I kind of want to try it. Like I want to get into it, but I can't really. It's breath work. Like I can't. <sighs> I, I think it's amazing. Yeah. And I think I need to do it with like an actual person. Like I've tried it like to do it yeah. on myself. But it's just like, it's too hard. <laughs> it's hard. It's really hard. Yeah. I had, um, there's breath work that's like Wim Hof, which we both did yeah. for a while. Yeah. Um, so there's like daily breath work. There's breath work through yoga, which like you said, it's one of your things. You like to come back to your breath and right. your breathing. Yeah. And um. I like to do that as well. I'm, it's crazy once you become conscious of your breath, how often we all are shallow breathing. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. 
Um, and then there's breath work like I did on the yoga retreat yeah. that I went to a couple years ago. And that was intense. That was like intense 30 minutes of really difficult breath work. But the results were... Yeah, I don't know if I'm we're amazing. Disciplined enough. But you were like but we were with were a group. A, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I haven't done it since. And I for that very reason, because I would have to do it. You kinda have to be It's better in a group setting. It's right. better like when I mean, I was at a yoga retreat. There was nothing else. Like we were all doing it. Right. I had no distractions. There was it was it was a trained professional involved. A trained professional, yes. And um it was really, really intense, but incredibly powerful. And the realizations I had and stuff, I mean, it's, it's crazy. The effects can almost be like psychedelics, right? Like right. you'll have, um, I don't want to say like hallucinations or visions, but I don't know what you would call it, I guess. Hallucinations and visions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, yeah. it really was visions, visions yeah. and just like some real like universal truths and realizations that i had of of just for me it was a lot of suppressed emotions a lot of suppressed like sadness that i didn't allow myself to feel but then also recognizing that anytime you suppress emotions like you don't get to pick and choose which suppression which emotions you suppress right Mm -hmm. so if i'm suppressing sadness and i'm not allowing myself to feel it i'm also suppressing joy right and so i had these moments where i was just bawling uncontrollably mm-hmm. and then followed immediately by laughing i mean it was it was really it was really powerful yeah that doesn't doesn't like sound at all <laughs> it was good though the release oh my god the release of years of pent-up emotions felt amazing yeah i think i'm still to a place where I don't, i'm not ready to dig deep yet you're still scared that is funny though, but that's I think that's just your personality because yeah. me and Amanda were talking about this, and um, me and Amanda are both like, yes, right. yes, like shadow work, absolutely, sign me up. I will walk through any shadow because I know that's what on what's on the other side is so right. amazing, and I want to get to that. You're not the little shadow work that I did. I I enjoyed it. Like mm-hmm. it, it it tells you stuff about yourself. Yeah. But like the, I don't want to experience intense crying. Yeah, you got a thing with crying. No, just, who wants you, to cry all the time? You feel really good after you cry. I don't, I don't actually ever no, mind crying. I feel good after crying. Do you don't? You don't have that? No. Like after a good cry, in all seriousness. Yeah, I remember the last time I had a good cry. Yeah. Yeah. In all seriousness, after I have a good cry. Yeah. I, I don't like it in the moment, and I, it feels like I'll never stop. But then afterwards, I'm like, oh. Right. But what, like, what gets you to a good cry, though? Oh, me? Yeah. Like, I, I have moments where I, like, tear up. Yeah. Or, like, I get choked up. Well, it's usually something really sad. I mean, okay. a death or. Yeah. Or or. I mean, oh God! We just moved from Germany. I had a lot of good cries. Yeah, like I did. You didn't. Me didn't and me and the kids. We all had like a lot of really intense that, 
good cries, and that's really weird that you that day was didn't. circled on my calendar two years ago. Yeah, but you didn't feel. I think that is something that's so bizarre to me is that you didn't like with the end of your career and like all of that. You you just teared up a little bit, but you never really got emotional. Nothing mm, there. It was over. I knew. I knew it wasn't gonna last forever. Is that is that healthy or not healthy? Is it gonna come at some point, or did you just like you guys? You were just ready. I was just ready. I like, don't know. Yeah. Are you suppressing, or were you really just ready? It was just, I mean, what was sad about it to me? Like, I was done. I, I couldn't. I was done playing basketball. Like it wasn't. Yeah. There's not more I could do. I wasn't enjoying it like I wanted to. It wasn't the same. Yeah, I guess that's true. So it was, hey, it was time to, yeah. time to move on. I had a lot of good cries over the past. Yeah, but you're, we talked about this before, your experience in Germany. You guys' experience in Germany were a lot different than mine. Yeah. And I cried for, I mean, God, I cried for our kids' friends. And yeah, and like, the sadness they were feeling, and and I cried for Harlem and Ava, and me missing them, and me missing right. my friends, and oh my God, like I cried and cried and cried. I felt like I spent the last however many months having <laughs> yeah. I mean, good cries. Maybe I mean I don't, I don't need anything to give me a good cry. Maybe it's coming. Maybe it's coming. Not that though. Like I. <laughs> The career thing, it wasn't. Yeah. Maybe. I should I cry about losing my hair. <laughs> <laughs> should have cried about that. Uh, I don't, yeah, I don't mind a good cry. Yeah. Um, but, and what's crazy is my friend were just, was just telling me, my friend Shannon, that she, again, medical study, that she read that there's actually cortisol, which is the stress hormone, right, is actually in your tears. No, I believe so when it, you just... have a good cry, like you're actually physically releasing toxins, right? Which is probably a reason why it does feel good after, right? But I guess like you, like I would, I won't say women, but you, like, like a lot of times you get frustrated, and I'll cry, or I'll cry. cry when I'm mad, or you cry yeah, when you're mad. and I guess I'm just pissed or frustrated. Yeah, but the question is I'll get to the point where I'm crying. The question is, do you not get to the point when you're crying or is it part of the patriarchy that we were talking about where you've been conditioned to believe you're not allowed to cry? No, and so I, you've pushed it back. I don't believe that anymore because like I know like stuff with the kids make me You tear up, tear but up. you don't cry. Yeah, because but it's not like I'm stopping myself from crying. It's just do like you I, even recognize? I get to a point and I'm like, oh man, like that was, whew, that got me. But it never like, the last good cry I can remember is when my dad passed. The last good cry I can remember happened. Yeah. 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 But like, I mean, it's just, I think we're just different with our emotions. Maybe. Yeah. Like you like like you <laughs> on the subject, but you feel better when you throw up. I hate throwing up. Like it's well, yeah. the worst I feel better thing ever. after I throw up. Right. 
Yeah, it's true. Probably I, a I, similar I, situation. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm releasing toxins. I would much rather like. But oh gosh, I I have had I've had a good cry at movies before. Like, who am I joking? I have good cries. Why is all that, the time? Is it? I guess male, I have something that needs or... to come out, or like it hits on something, or yeah. I guess we never like you can. Like you said, you you cried like for thinking about the kids' mm-hmm. friends and like their reactions and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like I guess I just never let myself. I, that's what go I was gonna to say. I think that I just I don't think that far ahead. The thing is with this work is that once you open yourself up, right? Then you're open. Like once you open yourself up to truly feeling every single emotion, yeah. Then you truly feel every single emotion. So even the difficult ones, you know. Right. And I work with the kids a lot on sitting in sadness or sitting in fear, allowing yourself to fear that fear, not numbing yourself, not, right. not distracting yourself. Like, oh, we're angry. Okay, let's feel that anger. Let's feel that sadness. Let's feel that fear. Let's allow the emotion to actually work itself through us right. instead of suppressing it. Um, but then, you know, your body, your body becomes uncompromising. You, yeah, you, you, you feel it all. I guess I have some more growing to do. Spiritually. Well, we all do. Yeah. I don't know. I just never feel like a, a point where I'm just like about the ball. Yeah, I do often. Yeah. I will say like, I don't know if this is more of like with the kids. But like there is like when I watch, like I can watch something on TV mm-hmm. and it'll get to me or like. Oh, yeah, like those military videos. Oh, those get those you every are, time. <laughs> those things are just mean. <laughs> man, like those are. They're like happy. Like you, you want to watch it, but it's yeah, just like, Yeah, yeah. Oh. So like when the, we're talking about the videos when, the, when, people, like the, when people's fathers or mothers, mothers come, come home, home from the service them. and yeah. surprise them, those get oh, Rick yeah. every time. Those are. <laughs> those are. Those are dudes. Those are tearjerkers. Yeah. I think I get everybody. Yeah. They get me too. Yeah. Spiritual. Spiritual practices. Spiritual practices. Like always, I don't think we solved any any problems. or. I will say I like our our setup today. Yeah. In the living room. In front of the fire. (laughs) It is a good setup. Yeah. I don't have anything else. Me neither. If you don't have anything, then. I definitely don't have any. <laughs> All right. All right. Good job. Thank you for listening to Permission to Be Honest. We hope you like this episode. If you have questions you want answered, topics you want to be discussed, or if you wish to be a guest on our show, then please email us at permission to be honest at gmail.com. That is permission to be honest at gmail.com. And if you like our show, Please tell a friend and leave a rating and a review in Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcast. Thank you, and we'll see you again very soon.